But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Antonio, aka the Bananas Defender. What's really good, guys? How was your week? No need to answer. We already covered it. We are doing episode four and five back to back to back. What? So you don't care about my week, is what I'm hearing. Wait, I thought this was coming out next week. I'm not here. All right. Let's go. What you drinking on. today? Uh, I am drinking Bacardi Gold with Diet Coke and a a slice of lime. You classy motherfucker. I mean, that's it's, what he gets for drinking rum. And Bacardi Diet Coke, Gold. What the hell? It costs me twelve dollars. What a waste! It gets the job done. Diet Coke. Ugh. Diet Coke. Rum and Diet Coke is the lowest calories you can have in alcoholic. I like cocktail. Patron and Red Bull. <laughs> I would drink Patron, but I like good alcohol, so I'm going to skip over Patron. So you drink Bacardi Gold. <laughs> like, like I said. Taste the peroxide from here. <laughs> I'm just getting the job done. I'm just kidding. I used to drink that, too. Bacardi I drink Gold everything. Good. It's good let's, of it. let's be honest. I, I also drink everything. I spent a lot of years bartending, but um, sometimes it's okay to keep it simple. Rum and Coke with lime. Call it a day. Let's go ahead and move on to the challenge. Season 16, The Island, Episode 5. So at this point of the game, all of the keys are handed out. Everybody is bored out of their mind. So they got to find ways to entertain themselves. They have a theater going on on the island, and everybody is laughing at that, and they're also laughing at Robin and Dan's relationship. So what do you guys think about Robin and Dan hooking up? Becky? I mean, you're bored. You ain't got nothing to do. Semi-attractive people around you. Semi-attractive people? Who's semi-attractive? Dan. You don't think Dan is attractive? Not really. Okay. There's a person. Dirty little frat boy. (laughs) 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 Not my type, but I guess Robin's. But I think anybody breathing is Robin's type. But nonetheless. Oh, damn. You spicy today. I'm in a mood. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I feel like if, they, if they're if they interested, have fun. Have at it. Why not? Yeah, I agree, Becky. If they're having fun, let them do what they got to do. It's not really hurting anyone else. So whatever they got to do, make themselves happy on the island. Go for it. All right. So at this point, to entertain themselves, Johnny finds a bamboo stick in a vase. Johnny finds this stick. It smells like a dead person. It's gross. It's disgusting. That smell travels everywhere. (laughs) He's trying. 
hit me with the maggot stick. <laughs> and then somehow, the stick ends up maybe landing on Evelyn. Ev gets hit with this maggot stick. She comes out with a telescope like a fucking Louisville slugger, and she decides that she's going to confront the mob. Now, Bananas tells her, That's Take your it. telescope and shove it up your ass, because I didn't do that, you dumb bitch. And he once again calls her a dumb bitch. I mean, at this point, Evelyn has got to be used to being called out of her name. Now, at this point, even Jen gets on Johnny. Uh, Kellyanne decides to jump in. And Ev decides that she wants Johnny and a face-off. How do you guys feel about Johnny Banana's prank and how it led to Evelyn getting totally pissed off? Becky. I think Evelyn is just mad in general, and especially at Johnny, over the whole situation that happened with the fact that she's being ousted for a key and everybody knows it. I mean, I think she overreacted because it obviously wasn't being thrown at her. Like, it would be one thing if he went up to her and was, like, hitting her with it and be like, oh, I got you with stick. Like, that I would understand her being like, I want to fuck you up now. But I get why she's pissed off. And it's if it was anybody else, she probably would have just been upset, but she wouldn't have freaked out. But since it's Johnny, here comes the major bitch. <laughs> Which, again... I don't blame her because getting hit with a bunch of maggots in the middle of the night when you're trying to sleep is definitely not what I would want to wake up to. No doubt, no doubt. Antonio. Do we actually see the bamboo stick hitting Evelyn? I didn't see it. No, but it, it's clear that it does hit her. And Paula has stated such on another Challenge podcast. Honestly, pranks happen all the time on the island, especially. Well, this island and other challenge seasons, you know, they you they prank each other, you know, to pass by time because that's their only, you know, source of entertainment. And every once in a while someone gets mad. And I, I do think Evelyn overreacted a bit. I mean, confronting Johnny is one thing and then like coming out with a telescope, like like she's gonna actually use it. That's a little too much. But you know, it's Evelyn. What else do you expect? All right, Veto. I wanna know where her intentions were when she walked out with the telescope. What was the point of that? And then she got pissed when he called her a dumb bitch. I was like, I would have said the same thing with her carrying the telescope over her shoulder. I just kind of was like, um, is this a threat? Does this make you feel more comfortable? Like, what's going on here? So you thought she was doing a little bit too much? Yeah, I don't think that the telescope over the shoulder was completely necessary. I don't know what her intentions were with that. She was trying to scare him or what? I'm not a big fan of pump faking. And for anybody who doesn't know, pump faking is when you threaten to do something, but don't do it. Uh, if I was Evelyn and I was so disgusted by the, uh, the maggot stick, I would have cracked Banana's head open like I'm fucking Aaron Judge at the bottom of Aaron Judge. you. <laughs> but the fact that she did it, she came out all tough. And she didn't do anything, and it ended up making her look weaker than what she actually is. A lot of people, specifically in the mob, is scared of her. And unfortunately, this move wasn't a move that inspired fear. It was comical. She came out with the telescope. She wasn't about to do nothing with it. It would have been better if she just 
would have left it inside the room. So let's move on. Now it's airdrop time. In this airdrop, the challengers receive butter, eggs, sugar, and lettuce. There's no beef. There's no chicken. At this point, Dunbar and Dan look fucking suicidal. <laughs> they can't take it at this point. <laughs> they are struggling because they don't have any steak. Poor you. Also in this airdrop, there's also a scavenger hunt. All right, so at this point in the game, Dunbar suggests that they sub the eggs for meat and they split it with the men getting a bigger portion. The girls are not having it and they are pissed off that Dunbar even tried. Tyree states, Truth be told, if we was on the street, I would have whooped Dunbar's ass by now. I would have put Dunbar on his ass a long time ago. Can't really take food out of people's mouths for your own greed. He's starting to feel that Dunbar is starting to get greedy. Now let's move on to Dunbar versus Coley, or Kali. What the fuck is her name? <laughs> Dude, no, it's I not Coley. I know that. It's Coley. Coley. Becky let's knows. Say Coley. I, 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 I say Coley. Coley. I don't That's care. What it's not Coley. Whatever it is. It's Coley. Coley? Okay. All right. Or Coley. Coley. Whatever. Right. Coley. <laughs> Let's move on to that Dunbar shit. versus Kali. Penny and Bananas decides to commandeer the map. For some reason, they think it's going to be me. Uh, I guess, you know, already buried. But who knows what the fuck is going through their mind. They get up early and they find a crate. But instead of me, they find directions to build the boat. Dunbar and Kenny, they want to share this information immediately, but the other guys aren't so sure. If I walk up with a bunch of maps, there's going to be questions. There's already people here who don't like me, who don't trust me. If I can avoid some heat and avoid some suspicion, you know, it's only going to, it's only going to be good. Do you guys think that Johnny was on point and not wanting to be associated with finding the items of the scavenger hunt? or? Is he being scared right now? Bananas. Obviously, he's better off staying out of it. If you were to take a poll right now of everyone on that island and who's any number one who they hit the most, besides and not including the mob, obviously, Johnny Bananas is number one on all, on all the list. So why would he get involved in what seems like to be backstabbing the rest of the island? No matter who it is, even when um, Kenny and Dunbar show up with it, they don't look, you know, like they're, they're okay with it. But if it was Jonathan, they would have made every reason to make it not okay. They would have said, oh, you should have told us this. You should have told us that. You're an asshole for doing that. They, oh, they will always look for a reason to hate on him, no matter what he does, in a good way. Okay. Beto? I agree with Antonio. I feel like no matter what Bananas would have done, it would have somehow been his fault. He would have withheld information. He would have been an asshole for going without them. Like, anything of the, the nature. So I feel like it's completely validated why he is trying to stay, what he's trying to say that he had nothing to do with it. And Becky? I think it, it is a slightly pussy move. Uh, I think that either way, people are going to know because of who brought it out. I mean, Kenny was involved. I'm sure they assume that Kenny and Bananas are always together. But I also understand why he didn't. Because he is public enemy number one. He put himself into that position of being public enemy number one. So 
he also was doing something wrong. He also was the one that was kind of conniving and saying, let's not tell anybody just in case there's food. So you know what he was doing wasn't necessarily kosher. So I understand what happened, but still a pussy move, though. No doubt. Becky, I agree with you 100%. It was a pussy move. You know, he did the deed, but he didn't want to be associated with it. It was some bullshit, and he knew that if it came out that he was involved with it, he would be hated even more. Uh, even Bananas at this point knows that he has to do some damage control. But let's go ahead and move on. At this point, Johnny approaches Paula and Joanna, and they want to get Ev out. Tyree and Dan also wants into the next face-off, and TJ arrives for nomination. TJ comes in, doesn't give us any new rules. All we know is the winner's getting a key. But if there's only eight keys, how is that winner getting a key? I want to volunteer. Tyree and Ev wants in for sure, and Tyree wants to get Dan in. Johnny suggests that two guys and one girl goes in again. And the only point of this is that Bananas wants to get Evelyn in versus two guys. So Evelyn gets what she wants by going in, and the mob gets what they want by having two people against her to get her out. TJ arrives, and he states that the winners can steal a key from a key holder, and the mob just dropped the ball. So what do you guys make of the mob dropping the ball by letting Evelyn into a face-off against Tyree and Dan without knowing the full consequences. Bananas. I mean, I wouldn't say dropping the ball yet because they didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, they got their plan. They, um, they wanted Evelyn to go home, and they said, you know what, the best way possible for her to go home is, you know, send two guys to go up against her. Where are Tyree and... Dan, the best two to go up against her? No. But you would at least think, you know, both guys, you know, try to help each other out. All right. Becky, how do you feel about it? I mean, they still have equal chances either way because she could have won and then she would have gotten a key. But at this point, they're just worried that she's going to steal theirs. I mean, if they really think that Tyree or... Dan can beat her, did they really drop the ball? I mean, they sent them in there with her to, to beat her. Here goes a good question. Do you think Tyree or Dan could beat Evelyn in anything? No. I think Tyree can. <laughs> Eating contest. <laughs> Being a dick Especially contest. at this point. <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, if it was... Well, you can't really do physical what. <sighs> Even in a physical elimination. No, no. Come on. No, no. Because like, right. maybe Dan could have beaten like her. You're, so you're saying if in some awkward, weird situation, Tyree and Evelyn and Paul Brawl, Evelyn's going to get past Tyree? Oh, my it, God. It, that's not what's going to happen. I understand you can't compare okay, here's physical a, eliminations. Here's a better scenario. What if the three of them were in the one that... Um, Tanya and Abram and Kenny. Yeah, what if the three of them were in that one? I mean, Dan could have beat her, maybe. Maybe. I, 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 well, I still Dan give it to Dan. Evelyn. Wasn't Dan and Marino? So I can see Dan. Yeah, so he has upper body strength. Swimmer. 
I can I yeah. can see Dan doing it. I can honestly I can see Dan beating Evelyn in what the one that Kellyanne won. All right, let's move on. So Tyree decides that he's going to target Dunbar's key. He feels like Dunbar hasn't really earned his key. And at this point, the mob is shook. They know that if Evelyn wins, she is going to take Banana's key. And they decide to regroup and re-strategize. We need Evelyn to take Kellyanne's key. And the way that we have bullied her into doing this is telling her, if you take any of our keys, any of the people besides Kellyanne have keys, we will make sure that your key is not safe for the next three face-offs. Think about it this way. Who, what decision are you going to make that's going to piss off the less amount of And if you take Kellyanne's key, it's actually going to make everyone in this a lot happier. Evelyn goes back to Kellyanne, and she tells her the plan that the mob put in place. And Kellyanne is hurt that Evelyn is even considering taking her key. Do you guys think that Evelyn taking Kellyanne's key is fair or foul? We all know that all is fair in love, war, and challenges. Should Kellyanne be offended that Evelyn is considering taking her key? Veto. I feel like as a friend, I would be offended just because, you know, the whole time we've seen Evelyn and Kellyanne versus Johnny Bananas. That's just been, unfortunately, it's been like the storyline so far this season. So the fact that she would be even considering turning her back on Kellyanne, I feel like Kellyanne has a reason to feel like her feelings are hurt, betrayed. And, you know, especially because she thought that they were in alliance. She thought they were all good. Becky, how do you feel about it? I completely agree. It's one thing if that was her only option, like nobody other, no other keys were open and available. So, yeah, then I have no choice. I won. You're the only key I can get. But if it's a situation where there's multiple people who are eligible to be taken, that's that's a snake move. And if you're my friend, you wouldn't do that to me. So in the end, if you do that to me, you're not my friend. Bananas. Kellyanne has a right to be upset. And Evelyn does have a right to think about it. You know, it's her gameplay. It's I, honestly, I wouldn't call Evelyn and Kellyanne the best of friends either. This is the first time they're meeting each other. It's not like they have a bond as strong as currently Johnny and Leroy or Kara and Polly. They just met. So how strong is their word to each other? Honestly, if Evelyn took Kellyansky, I wouldn't be surprised just because it would have been a game for her. And Kellyan shouldn't be surprised either because they just met. They can't expect much from each other during their first season together. All right. So at this point, the mob is on damage control. Bananas approaches Dan. I've got a lot of confidence in Dan just based on what he's been through. He's a Marine. He's proven himself on the previous road rules. Good job. I'm just hoping that they do something that caters to one of Dan's strengths and we're able to get uh, Evelyn off the island. I want you here more than not just the two of them, half the people on this island. He tells Dan that he wants him in the alliance. He tells Dan that he wants him to win the key. So Dan's whole head is messed up and the pressure is on. Dan is being pretty distant to his hookup partner, Robin. Robin feels like he's being distant and he's separating himself. But Dan states that he's just focused on winning the key, wants to keep his head in the game, 
and he doesn't want to be distracted. Do you guys feel that Robin is wrong for putting some relationship pressure on Dan before he has to go in to get a key? Or is Dan just uh, overthinking it? Becky? I mean, it's Robin. I don't expect anything less from her. But it's a situation where she should know better. He's focused on the game. That's what he's there for. She needs to chill trying to put all this pressure as if they've been like boyfriend and girlfriend for like 10 years and pay attention to me and what are you doing kind of situation. But I mean, she's just being really extra. She's just over the top with the whole situation. And she just lets the need, she just needs to let the man breathe and do his job, which is trying to get a key so he can stay in the house. I just feel like Robin, she's a little bit too invested in this showmance. So I feel like, you know, her giving him that kind of pressure when he's just trying to get a key is just not the correct timing for all of this situation. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Dan is focused on getting the key. If you're going to be good for Dan, then you got to give him a little bit of space. But let's go ahead and move on to the face-off. The fifth face off of the island is going to be called Bridget. Okay, Tyree, Evelyn, Dan, today you guys are gonna be playing Bridget. Out there in the water, there's a bridge made up of 35 removable planks. Here's how it goes down. All you guys are gonna start on one side of that bridge. And when I ring the bell, you're gonna make your way across that bridge and you're gonna take turns. The order will be randomly chosen. Each time you cross the bridge, you're gonna be removing one plank and throwing it into the water. You're gonna continue this process until one person is unable to advance and or falls into the water, at which point that person is out of the face-off. With each board that comes off the bridge, it becomes harder and harder to cross. The only rules are you can't fall into the water and you can't use the planks of the bridge itself to support yourself. And the last player remaining on that bridge will win today's face-off. The mom feels like Kenny and Banana's keys are going to be up for grabs. A lot of the contestants are pulling the first boards to make a big jump at the beginning and the end. So on Dan's turn, Dan overshoots and misses the jump, and he falls into the water. Evelyn is able to make the big leap. Tyree makes the gap even bigger. He takes a couple steps back, has a running start, and he goes for it. But right before the jump, he pauses, and he leans over and grabs the planks to steady himself breaking the rules, and losing the face-off. Evelyn wins the face-off. Now, Bananas, he thinks that Tyree did this on purpose, and he thinks that Tyree is a whole flop. And then Tyree and Bananas, they get into it. He did that on purpose. Dude. No, he didn't do it on to purpose. To DQ himself. No, he didn't do, he didn't do it on purpose to DQ himself. He did it because he kept stopping. Look at the thing. He second guessing himself. He kept stopping. That challenge proved to me that Tyree can't jump, which I already know. And it proved to me that Tyree isn't worth his weight in dog. I DQ myself on purpose? Is that what you're saying? You a good job, buddy. Get up there and do it, Johnny. I don't need to. Shut the fuck up, then. Look like you DQ'd yourself on purpose. That's all. You. Dude. Johnny Bananas talking about, I DQ'd myself. He runs his mouth entirely too much. I'm just saying, from this vantage point, that's what it looked like, dude. Okay. So, do you guys feel like 
Tyree through this challenge that he did this on purpose? Veto. <laughs> I don't care what he did when he fucked up. That shit was funny. <laughs> he got all scared and just stopped himself. I I could not stop laughing when I saw it. I'm not really sure what he was doing <laughs> to be completely honest. I didn't think hilarious. it was a DQ until afterwards when they started fighting. I was like, eh, I can kind of see why it looks that way, but I think that he really just pussied out. All right. Bananas. Honestly, I think he um did it purposely, but then on the other side, I mean, I don't know. Before he even ran, he did that stupid pose, acting all big and stuff like, yeah, I got this shit. And then next thing you know, he stops for short and touches the poles. I, I the reason why I think he did it purposely is because I think he was just over the island itself. I mean, he was we're going back to the food situation. He's a big guy and he's eating a lot less than he should be. And I think he's just over it. I mean, he had action last episode, he had action this episode, and in his head, he's probably like, I'm never gonna get a freaking key, so might as well go home now. That sounds like a real bitch move. Becky. Wasn't Terry a bitch? I'm not willing to go that Y'all far. Y'all have to stop calling people bitches. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> Becky. Honestly think he's just a flop. That's just how he does. Like, he can't win for shit. I don't think it was purposeful. I don't think he's smart enough for it to be purposeful. I agree with you 100%. I think that Tyree is just a flop. Uh, Tyree is always there for a good time, not a long time. I'm not surprised. Um, I will understand if he did it on purpose to make sure he puts another challenger ahead of the game. That can affect the dynamics of the game, but I don't even think that he thinks that far ahead. He just fucked up. He's going to be on the chopping block because of it. So, as an extra prize, Evelyn gets a whole pizza, and she chooses Robin and Kellyanne to share it with. They stuff the pizza down in front of the rest of the cast, and the whole crew is jealous watching them eat this whole entire pizza. Evelyn is loving the new power, and she decides that she is going to go after bananas. Now, Tyree... He is still hot over the exchange between him and Bananas after the end of the face-off. He feels like he won't beg, that he won't plead, and he wants to target the mob. Dan also thinks he's a target because of his rookie status. How do you guys think that this is going to play out? Veto. The mob's not going to be threatened by any of this, honestly. Tyree's all pissed off saying he's coming for the key. And, like, they're going to sit there and be like, yeah, sure, I'll believe it when I see it. He, that requires him to win something, you know? I don't know. I feel like nobody's phased by either one of them talking shit. Yeah, I definitely figure on that. Becky, how do you think this is going to play out? I mean, for Tyree, he's, he's, a, he's a whole-ass joke. Nobody actually believes that he's going to be able to do anything but sit there and be a waste of space and eat food. Now, when it comes to Evelyn, they better be scared. <laughs> She's serious, and she's coming. That's a fact. Bananas. I mean, they both don't pose a threat to anyone. I mean, they both don't have numbers. They both don't have a physical skill where anyone seems threatened by them. So I think Tyree's all talk. 
mean, especially as a guy his size, he should be dominating the game. He shouldn't be letting guys smaller than him push him around, especially a guy like Derek on the last episode. And I feel like the mob would want to keep Dan around because he's a guy that he's so Dan's a rookie, so he's like he's looking for you know a mentor, a leader, and and Ty is not a guy to do that. So Dan, can, the mob can easily bring Dan in and get that extra vote. The mob decides to approach Evelyn. Uh, so, so what are you? So what are you thinking? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Yesterday, you know, you, you guys talked about Kellyanne, and I don't think I can do it. I honestly don't think I can do it. And if that's suicide for me in the game, then that sucks. Evelyn doesn't think that she can target Kellyanne and she is willing to live with the consequences. Evelyn tells him that she wants Jen or Dunbar because she feels screwed over by Jen and she feels like Dunbar doesn't deserve his key. Bananas wants to protect Dunbar, but Jen is on the table because, as we stated earlier, she is expendable. After the initial meeting between Evan and the mob, she snitches on the mob to Jen, but she doesn't believe it. Jen thinks her and Ev should stick together, and Jen decides to tell Ev that she should call the mob out. She wants to know that it's getting even with bananas worth $75,000. And your guys' opinion, is Evelyn going after bananas worth $75,000? Hell yeah. I think, honestly, Evelyn is very confident in herself that she's going to be able to handle it and that she's going to be able to maintain her key. So I think that it's well worth the risk. You know, no great risk, no reward. So I think that, uh, I think she's going to be just fine. I think Evelyn's stupid for uh, telling Jen. I mean, even the mob said, you know, if Evelyn takes Jen's key, she has a clear path to the final. That's what Evelyn that's what Evelyn wants, right? But if Evelyn were to take someone else's key, they're coming for her. And there's still, what, three or four weeks left until the final? That's a lot of time for her key taken away. She, Evelyn had no ties with Jen, no, no team alliance members, no friendship. That was a, that's a perfect key to take. She, she dropped the ball on that one. Beto. Even though I'm a banana stan, I totally would take his fucking key. No questions asked. <laughs> you know, she, she is he he has ridiculed her and called her a bitch and you know all this stuff like the majority of the time there. So I mean, shit. The second well, that she has opportunity, why not take his fucking key? Well, you why do not? realize though, he said, "Take Jen's key. We leave you alone. You take my key. I'm gonna come at you ten times harder." Nah, it's a risk I'd be willing to take. I don't. I honestly don't risk? think Evelyn is that. I don't why fold to the threats? Why fold to the threats? Do you want a free ride to the final, or do you want to be threatened of your key and take away for the next four weeks? I'm a big fan that, of, that's take, like, of taking out your enemies. That's like saying right away, but this season is different than every other season. In, this is the only season where you can guarantee your ticket to the final. Before the final actually starts, you have a key, you go to the final. In any other season, there's no such thing as that. It's not like Evelyn taking Johnny's key sends Johnny home. No, it just doesn't send Johnny to the final at this moment. Johnny's still in the game. 
It's like sending someone to the redemption house. They're still in the game. They're still going to fight. And when they come back, they're going to come for Yesh right away. Why even make that threat? They're already enemies. Why make it worse? If your enemy is giving you a free right to the final, take it. That's a good point. That's a good they point. They could have went back on their word, though. That's exactly true. That's yeah. a fact. But you know what? So far, but if they so go back on their word, you're already in the same position you already are. Here's the thing. Just... She isn't enemies with everybody. She's enemies with bananas. So technically, she would be making new enemies if she went against her word about going for bananas and goes after Jen. True. So if you you want to talk about people, she already has a well-known distaste and disgust for bananas. So why would she turn her back on somebody who may already have her back, like Jen? But Jen had no... Jen, at this point, sided with the mob. They, she made an alliance with the mob. She, Jen even came up to Bananas and said, yeah, help me out. And that's it. Jen went to Paula. Paula helped her out. And Jen is a part of their alliance. But even prior to that, you, you, you did not see once Evelyn and Jen have a conversation together. You don't see them working together. They have no ties with one another. They have no same alliance members together. So Ed, Jen is the perfect key to take. You, you keep yourself safe, and you save trouble. If, you know, they go back on their word, you're in the same position you're in, but you have a key to the final. So at this point, Evelyn has a big move to make. Kyrie and Dan, they're going to be on the chopping block. So when we get to nominations, Dan is up first. Uh, pretty much he states that he likes being here, and he wants to finish this. Tyree steps up. He thinks that he wants to open up people's eyes. He wants to get back, and he wants to focus on the people with the keys. Uh, Tyree's weight is an issue. Dunbar calls Dan the captain of the alliance, <laughs> I'm pretty sure in a jokingly manner. Dan is more well-liked than Tyree, and Tyree is going home. And then Evelyn comes down. And she definitely has something to say about whose key she's going to take. And uh, I'm going to let her tell you. It's a funny game we're playing. One minute, you think you've got it all figured out. And then there's a twist. And it blows everything you thought out of the water. There's an alliance that has pretty much dominated every decision that has been made. These people play the game with nothing but selfishness, dishonesty, and cowardice. They stomp around this island and bully all the rest of us into submitting to any decision that they'd like to make. Tonight, what I say to you guys, you, your alliance. The members of this alliance are Kenny, Johnny, Dunbar, Paula, and Johanna, and every one of us would be naive to think that we are somehow part of their plans. The truth is, they would stab any one of us in the back for the victory. Now that I'm throwing myself out there, I'm going after your captain. Johnny, I'm taking your key. If you want it back, then you could fight for it and win it back. My 
pride, my self-respect means more to me than this game. And frankly, if not picking Jen or Kellyanne tonight is suicide for me, then so be it. I'll go down swinging. All right, I'll have Evelyn, well said. Johnny, can you please come down here and give her your key? You're taking my key. Now you're making the biggest mistake you could have possibly made on this game. I hate to say it, but it's going to bite you in the ass on the end. All right, Johnny, go ahead and rejoin the group. After this legendary speech, Johnny comes down and he drops his key at Evelyn's feet. She picks it up and she is now a key holder. And Bananas, the only thing on his mind here going forward is revenge. And that's going to end episode five of The Island, season 16 of The Challenge. This was the big one. How do you guys feel about this episode? I mean, if Evelyn thought Johnny was treating her bad, I mean, it's only going to get worse. I agree. Well, that's what I kept saying before. Why make more? Why make a bigger enemy out of him? If they're offering a piece offer, take it. She dropped the ball, and now she's going to have Johnny and I would assume the rest of his alliance that wants him there in the final to all come after Evelyn and her key. All right. Beto. I think he's going to start kissing her ass, honestly. Mm. Did you want to kiss him before or not? I mean, it's hard to say. I think he is going to be pissed and super salty, but I honestly think he's going to try and make friends. I think he's going to really try, because Evelyn is a strong-ass competitor. Facts. So he needs strong-ass competitors on his side. So I can see him trying to buddy up to her and kind of pull her to his side. I mean, he tried. Yeah, he tried when it was in his, uh, when he in his own to, benefit. When he was over here thinking that when he knew that she was going to probably go after his key, then he wanted to be like, be my friend. But every other day, she's a dumb bitch. Mm, that's a big fact. Well, this episode is definitely legendary. Evelyn's speech is something that'll never be forgotten. Uh, she has been boxed into a corner, unable to move, one of the fiercest competitors of this game, and she has been let loose. I think there's going to be hell to pay. That closes us out for episode five of The Island. So make sure you guys check out our merchandise shop at shop.lovewarchallenges.com. If you guys have any suggestions for any t-shirt designs, make sure you send that to us as suggestions at lovewarchallenges.com. If you guys have any questions that you would like to ask on the podcast, you guys are more than welcome to send us those questions or even an audio clip in order to be featured on our show. All you have to do is send it to suggestions at lovewarchallenges.com. Great job. All right. Very good. <laughs> yeah, good job. Uh, does anybody have anything else before we get up on out of here? So just like last episode, I have another great review that someone else commented on our iTunes account. Oh, great. Is it a great one or is it another shit talking? Uh, you'll find out. All right. So this <laughs> oh, one geez. is from, uh, I, honestly, I think they just typed Brendan Butters. And 
The title is Corny. Oh my god. Oh god. Alright. So so the title is Corny and it says super biased in who they'll support no matter what they say or how irredeemable, which is fine, I guess. But they'll hypocritically call out others for doing anything similar to such smaller degree. A lot of bad audio, horrible takes, and that banana sun guy is a cornball. (laughs) (laughs) What's all the hate towards me, man? Come on. What's a cornball? Like, what what the fuck is that? What's the name of this guy? I think he just typed in random letters. Yeah, all right, all right. This is what I got to say. Mr. Random Letters. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry you didn't like the podcast. Uh, I'm also very sorry that you felt the need to go to our iTunes and let us know how much you disliked us. Uh, We will try to do better in the future. But in the meantime, and in between time, go f- and suck my whole d- <laughs> sucking mother f- American. Hey, doesn't matter. <laughs> Why can't you guys <laughs> licking sucking mother <laughs> go f- yourself? D- you cr- can. <laughs> Sucking he was a great wrestler. <laughs> yes, that doesn't take away from the part that. He I know. Oh my god! What? That uh... happens when you make fun of Malik's audio. My audio. Let me tell you something. How old episodes is that? one How to four? That comment. Listen, episodes one to four, audio was a little bit rough. It took me a while to get back into the swing of things. Lately, our audio is fucking magic. Fucking. Sucker, you. All right, I think it's about time I close us out. Close us out, motherfucker. (laughs) Another great episode, Podstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, give us those five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, five stars. Peace. Now, fuck that piece. Stop leaving shit on our fucking <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> if you don't like good, us, good just tell us what you don't like. Keep it fucking pushing all that other bullshit. you. Oh. Fuck! I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just oh trying God. to say, fuck. Five <laughs> you know, stars fuck. and a great review. Yeah, That's it. and a great review. Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Peace.